Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. In a world where Carolina Panthers fans have an insatiable thirst for Panthers news and opinions, only one podcast roars ferociously. It's the C3 Panthers Podcast. All right, so hopefully uh, we are here uh, at Cody's house for the first of the 2019 C3 Panthers po- uh, podcast post game show. My name's Tony Dunn. Cody, I am Cody. Last but good, my man. Good. Yeah. Side by side. We are side by side. What we would like, hopefully, is if some people could tell us in the chat room. Uh, if our how our audio is doing, that would be fantastic. We are interested in bringing you this post game, even when I go to the games. So that's kind of where we're at right now. All right, Cody. So I come up here. Here, let's listen to this first cat call. This call comes in before the game today, right? And this, I feel, a lot of us were like. Yeah, man, it's uh, Jeremy from Swansboro. Uh, I know the game hasn't started yet, but I'm super excited, and i got a little prediction to go. I don't know about that offense, but I think the defense is going to come out hot, and I'm calling four to five intercept, uh, four to five turnovers this, this day. I hope I'm right. Ooh. Keep counting. Go Panthers. Predicted a few times. about four minutes oh, left in the, oh, in the It's before the end of the game. Yeah, change our settings this for the next show, Cody. All right, yeah. so, Cody, we come in here. I, I show up with a – you asked me how I felt about the game. Yeah, I wanted your first-hand perspective. I know I have a lot of thoughts and feelings, but you being there in the stadium, first, did the stadium look as empty there as it did on television? yes. yes is the heat was too much for people. And yeah. I think the heat was too much for the team in many ways. Yeah. Uh, they were not sharp. They came, they were flat. You know, a lot of, um, it was just, uh, it was easily, the wind sucked out of the stadium. And it is a, Panther fans, because it's a PSL system, yeah. are always sold out. But it's also kind of a very reserved environment. So they're quick to lose their voice. Yeah, and I feel like they'll leave early if they feel all right, this game Dude, is Dude, after over, the cam pick, everybody dipped. Everybody Everybody dipped, dipped after the cam everybody pick. Dipped. They might have actually started to leave after the Bradbury interception, which then led to a three and out, I believe. Yeah, I mean, it didn't seem, uh, it seemed loud at first. When the game first started, there was some good noise. Um, on on TV at least, and then after that, man, just I don't know. Our offense could not move the ball after uh, that uh, ball was knocked out from DJ Moore's hands, and it just knocked all the momentum off of us. And and after that, just piss poor play calling. What do you think about? It? You all think? right, so um, you know, first I will say that going to the game sucks. 
<laughs> it is much better. <laughs> Look at my face, folks. The reason I'm wearing glasses is because of my face looking so damn sunburned. Good God. We just cooked out there. Now, the other reason I prefer, actually, to watch the game uh, on the television is there's so much sensory overload. Yeah. That it's hard to stay focused and look at stuff. So I was trying to look at the defensive line, and then you know your sweat's dripping in your eyes yeah. or whatever it may be. So it is difficult to follow the game. I think what I got to do was maybe follow the tone and the temperament a little bit more than you would at home. And the, we were sloppy. We were flat. Yeah. Cam was sloppy and flat from the yeah. um, and. At the end of the day, we were in the game uh, for the most part. To the very end, man. I mean, to the very end. I mean, Sly missed that field goal to start, and I was so confident that he would make that, man. He's been so money. Uh, but then when he missed that, man, look, if he makes that, it's a tie ball game. Right, right at the at the very end. I mean, our defense played well later on, but uh, it, it, it took us too long. The play calling, I felt, in the first half was atrocious. Uh, you know, they were throwing some balls to Greg Olson and McCaffrey, and we were moving the ball, but then it's like run up the middle, run up the middle. I I don't know. I'm not I'm not very confident in um in our coaching right now, man. I feel we, we wasted timeouts. The offensive play calling wasn't there early on, and it hindered us. I I feel it was a hindrance. Well, um. It's hard to say, right? Yeah. I do want to. Uh, I want to caution when it comes to the offensive play calling, is that you really do have to establish the run against the defensive front, like um, the Rams have. And on top of that, Christian McCaffrey was the best thing we had going for us. He was a monster at all, all avenues. Now, you're right. We struggled to run the the ball. It was a little vanilla to start, but. Also, if we made some of the plays we were supposed to make, yeah. then you don't have those questions about yeah. that. Then you start saying, now, the DJ Moore issue, now, this is reminiscent of that Redskins game. It is, and yeah. just had it punched out the same way, man. Um, and I think he's had two issues in this game. Yeah, because then there was the lateral pass. Yeah. Was it truly and, backwards? Yeah, well, so the ball was tipped. I don't know if you saw that um, by being there. But the ball was tipped, and that caused it to move backward. Um, it was a BS play, and then they challenged it, and then they said that his knee wasn't down. I don't know. The whole thing was weird, man. Um, it, it just a bad turnover. I don't know that it's a DJ Moore problem. I think the defender just made a badass play on the ball. Um, but it, it's definitely something that's uh, cost us, what, last season against Washington. And now the opener. I mean, that killed the momentum. You're listening to the C3 Panthers postgame show. We're, we're live from the Vivid Seat studio. You know, starting the season off on the foot that we had not hoped uh, with the, the loss to the Rams. I don't think it's anything to um, quit over, right? I think no. there is still a lot of things to be optimistic about. Now, um, when it comes to... DJ Moore, what I was impressed with, what was interesting with the coaching staff is they went right back to DJ. After yeah. all the mistakes, they and went back to. to him over and over again. They have a lot of confidence. I mean, he's going to be a playmaker. Curtis Samuel, again, these guys, I'm telling you, if we wouldn't have made those mistakes, you don't have the room for error in the NFL no. that, uh, to do that. And, and and it caught up with us. And we caught we were catching up 
with our own selves, but we continued to shoot ourselves in the foot. So now in that first half, really a, a calamity of errors, right? A from the top to bottom is that you go from, um, what in the heck? Why can we not kick the ball? Like we had to call a timeout and then we, we got to delay a game after calling a timeout. Is that more wrong? And then, so Cam Newton was having a problem with his headset. So then the play call wasn't coming in. And then they had all that time, and then they still didn't have a good play call at the end. We ended up taking a penalty. It's just more Ron Rivera stuff, man. I feel like there's a lack of discipline moving the ball. And I felt the fact that we didn't have a lot of tempo, the, the defense was able to rest. They were able to accommodate. They were able to uh, game plan and look at what we were doing. And our, our offense just felt flat. They, they felt slow, and, um, especially uh, earlier on. After that first drive, it, you know, we just couldn't move the ball in a consistent base. And it was so infuriating knowing the kind of talent that we have. And I felt that it was underutilized. Like, why aren't you throwing the ball to Curtis Ham? All right, a lot of good uh, conversation in the chat room right now. Nova Black saying, I'm not mad at this loss at all. He Don't, don't ask him at the end of the second quarter if he was mad about this game because he was firing off bullets on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> right? But uh, he says, because I know we can still get a lot better. Now, this yeah. is where I do think we can be somewhat um, excited about. Oh, yeah. And that is we played a bad game against a good team who was rusty themselves. Yeah. Let's go ahead and say that. Jared Goff was awful. Yeah, he did not play well. Um, he missed a lot of throws. They, uh, Their defense, we were able to uh, make some headway against at times. Yeah. Now, so they were, they were not the best. They're going to be better, too, I guess what I'm saying. Yeah. But I was excited by some of the parts I saw out there. I, I think we continue to see Curtis Samuel is going to be – just fine. Just fine. Just fine. We yeah. have to get him the ball. Yeah. And, and Which we didn't try to no. early. And, you know, there's so many mouths to feed at a time is that, you know, we saw. Now, what did you think about the Greg Olson's play today? Greg Olson, uh, very vocal on the sidelines. I heard that someone saw that they ca- caught him on the mic yelling at the ref saying, you can't see that from 40 yards away or something <laughs> so, like that. I didn't hear that. Um but uh, I thought they played well. I thought a few balls um, hit him on the hands, and he normally comes down with those, and then just didn't. Um, I also they think- weren't perfect passes, but they weren't that one one-handed one back. I felt like he may have maybe if he was more limber. Five years ago, yeah. he could have twisted yeah, in there. Maybe, maybe, maybe once upon a time. That was the old man, the dad, going, oh, son, you got to give me something to work with. I mean, I, I felt that uh, overall there wasn't um, any one person that was piss poor today. But, I mean, listen, we got to talk about it at some point. Um, you and I are both the biggest Cam Newton Sand fans that there are. All right. And um, Cam and did not have a good it, day it did game not, today. He did not have a good one. And I'm not... I'm not freaking out over it. He didn't play a lot in the preseason. Um, he's still knocking the rust off. But, uh, yeah, he missed some throws to Greg Olson and to Curtis Samuel late in the game. That, that could have that changed everything for us. All right, and so here he comes the those Cam Mama Bear defense right here. Cam was tired. Yeah. You could see it. it. He, looked at, he looked tired. Now, some of those passes, uh, the one to Curtis Samuel, if you see it from the fields, it looks like it's going to drop over the back, but it just yeah. kept going, you know. Yeah. And so I was—I I thought that 
what I liked about that pass is that even though we didn't connect on it, the blitz was coming and he knew where to go. Yeah. And it was off. It was off a bit. He was off uh, uh, once or twice to um, Greg Olson. Uh, you know, but Greg, what the the mitts on that guy? He's. Did you see that one pass they zinged in there? I was like, oh, God, here's another pick. Yeah. And he yeah, comes, just grabbed that oh. ball right out the air, man. And that's why I was surprised at the two drops that he had earlier. It wasn't the best thrown ball by Cam, but – you know, if the ball hits you in the hands, come down with the football, and it just didn't happen. But then he'll make a play like the one you just mentioned, and it's just beautiful, it's vintage. Joey Joe Riolano, founder of the C Three Panthers podcast, says Greg. Uh, he says I like Greg, but I thought he looked slow and old. Being just being honest, well, the good news about this, uh, Joey is that he just looks old because he's always looked slow. Snowshoe Olsen <laughs> got the dead run. Never been a burner, that's for sure. All right, so um, let's go ahead and let's see what you guys got to say. Look, you're listening to the C3 Panthers podcast. We're here live on Tuesday nights. This is the first of several post-game show this season, and the first that I've done out of our lab, out of the studio. Yeah. We're now hanging out here at Cody's house right down the road enjoying the aftermath of this game even though it was uh, not the experience we wanted we want to hear from you the number is 252-228-5098 this is a place where panther fans get to have their voice heard in the c3 panthers post game let's see what these guys got to say cody it's about th- four minutes left in the in the and before okay. the end of the game this is your boy brandon herbert uh so i want to know Tell what is everybody right. saying about cam newton again because, like, <laughs> I mean, even if he brings us back, this was not an accurate game for him. No, so, I'm, I'm, I'm just being fair. I, I complimented him early in the game when he looked pretty good, and now he's, <laughs> he's literally over, under, throwing at people's feet. If y'all, if y'all can't see, it, I can't help you. If y'all can't see that that's not good, I cannot help you. Because y'all can go ahead and defend him. Oh, it's the first game. Oh, it's this and that. So here, I'm going to let give that to y'all. But look at this. Like, um, I cannot. This is the reason we, we lose. I'm just going to assume that we lose this game. This is the reason that we lost this game. It's because of an overthrow on Curtis Samuel. That literally, no, like, we were no, in the game, three points it's down, false. overthrow on no, Curtis Samuel. That's though. the reason why we yeah. lost this game. No, uh, horrible yeah, interception. That's game. the reason why we lost this game. So, y'all can be mad, y'all fair. can think I'm an asshole, whatever the case fair. may be, but I speak truth. Yeah. Hey, Panther Podcast, how y'all doing? Right. Let's Hold see. Up, G. Yeah, G, we're coming back to you now. All right, let's go ahead and have at it. Brother Herbert, yeah. looking for smoke. Always looking for some smoke. Right. He's trying to fan the flames on our man, Cam Newton. I come there dressed like Auntie Cam. Yeah. I <laughs> uh, did everything I had to do to will this game to win. Now, look, is Cam Newton uh, did not have a bowling game by any means. No. Uh, and the pick, the interception, I think was fatigue at that point. It's starting to get there. Now, these are excuses. First game, rust. These things. We saw it on the other team as well. Um, his conditioning maybe is that even no matter how good a shape you're in game shape is a little different 
Um, did he overthrow Curtis Samuel? Yes. Did there was there the ball in the dirt? He also made some really good throws too. I think. Yeah, and listen, um, he was he was he was bad when we needed him to be good, but it doesn't mean the overall performance was terrible. And I do think there's enough blame to go around. You mentioned Joey Sly for sure, and Cam Newton. Uh, he does this thing where he fails to see the defender underneath him, and the linebacker just made a play on the football. Um, I have no problem saying that Cam Newton had a lot to do with the loss today. Um, it was yeah, not all. Yeah. It was not all on Cam Newton. No, but he's we're we're holding him accountable. Yeah, absolutely. This, and Brandon that. says that we never hold Cam Newton accountable. So Brandon, if you're listening, Cam Newton did not play well today. No one's disputing that. But uh, I'm with Tony. I'm not. It's not all on Cam Newton, and I'm not worried right. about it. So let's be realistic about this, and let's talk about, like, I mean, I guess, Brandon, do you want us to say cut him? Like, because that's not yeah. where we're going to be at. We now, know the Newton's better than I that. think one is we come in and we actually oh. cover the spread exactly. It's push three points, you know, so we contend with um, a, a very strong Rams team. Now, I yeah. knew that they were going to come out of the gate slow, and they let us stick in a game where they could have easily put us away. Yeah. This is a game, the story of this game was um, it could be worse. You know, is that at every yeah. point I looked up at the scoreboard or what was going on in the field, it, things were not going well. But I always say, we could be down 40. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we weren't. Now, really, um, it's a calamity of errors. Yeah. Right. To say this is on the cam pass to Curtis Samuel, that was a third down. He made the right read. He overthrew it. The ball kept going. If you looked at it from the field angle, he did need to put it over those defenders. It needed to be on an arc. But he, it didn't drop. It just... Right. And to be honest, I was a little sad that Curtis Samuel won't go in a little faster. Not that he wasn't running the route hard. I'm just yeah. saying, like, I, at one point, I think one of the cam overthrows to, to Olsen was because Olsen was running so damn slow. It was like just one inch. Yeah. Like, and you were well, like, maybe Cam's like, come on, old man, speed it up. <laughs> well, one of them, uh, well, on the Curtis Samuel pass, the pass went out of bounds anyway. So even if it, even if it was moving faster, yeah, he wasn't moving like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From where I looked, it just kept going. I don't know. The yeah. ball never dropped. No, it never dropped. Uh, he put too much too much sauce on it. And um, listen, man, that's uh, the Cam Newton. That's the Cam Newton we know. Right? Yeah, it's and Cam listen, Newton, like, he's this kind is... of have some overthrows, but at the same time, you don't win the Super Bowl in September. What did you think about his arm strength today? Um, I thought that when he did throw the ball. It looked fine. I mean, if you're overthrowing the football, that means you have some power. That means your your arm is able to throw the ball and able to move the ball. Um, I feel that early on, his decision-making was on on point. I, I liked what he was doing. I think overall, for the for the vast majority of the game, he didn't make a ton, a ton of mistakes mentally. He might have made some overthrows yeah. or made some errors, which Cam does. Yeah. You know, and... Um, all right, so going to this, but again, putting this entirely on Cam, I think that that is overblown as well because how come the defense can't stop Ty Gurley at all down the stretch? And then how about this, man? We're in the red zone, and we have F.A. Obata, Kyle Love, Dontari Poe, and Marcus Hands on the field. Why are the starters 
not out there in the most pivotal position on the defense in the red zone. And, and, and we're going with what is essentially our backup offensive line. Like, I know it was hot, and I know you know it was hot, and I do feel that played a part um, in, in our players' performances. But, man, I, what, a, what a bad time to not have your best players on the football field. And Ron Rivera did this last season also. Joey Esquivel said this. He said the heat was brutal just sitting in it. And look at this face, folks. Boy, it was brutal. Um, You know, as you wonder if that has anything to do with it. I think that these guys were truly gassed. It was an awful way. uh, uh, Football in September always sucks. It does, man. That's why I'm not too worried about Newton's performance. All right, so how about this? Is I think our receivers, uh, despite the fumble, we look like we got a good crop. We got a good bunch. Yeah. That looks like we're confident it was all Curtis Samuel and all DJ Moore today with a sprinkle of Jarris Wright and Who Hogan on one. I saw Hogan play one or two snaps. Yeah, Maybe it was more much. than that, but I noticed him on one or two. Christian McCaffrey looks phenomenal. Now let's turn oh it around. God. I would say that our defense played very well today. Yeah, so our defense did play well. Our defensive backfield played well. James Bradbury played very well. Um, I was very impressed with him. Um, I thought Dante Jackson played very well, even though he had some penalties. All right, that uh, was bogus, man. That was bogus, that pass interference call on him. Do you think so? Yeah. It looked like he had a pretty decent handful of jerseys. Really? From what I saw, when we looked at it, I didn't see much. It looked like the guy, it looked like more contact than I thought there was. I don't know. I don't know what, at fast, when they slowed it down, it didn't look like he was doing all that much. Now, but I guess he did. Uh, That was a boo bird moment right there. It was a, yeah. I mean, other than that, uh, I thought uh, Shaq Thompson played out of his mind. Shaq Thompson laid the boom a few times. This game, I thought Shaq. I thought was Shaq well. was great today. Yeah, he played I well. Shaq he did well. get hung up on. So when uh, they scored, I don't know which score it was. It was uh, I think Robert Woods got in on a wide receiver screen as Shaq got locked up in traffic a little, you know, and he was the guy that probably needs to make that tackle if you keep him out of the end zone. I thought the defense was on the field a good amount of time today, and um, and it was heartening in that. Shaq looked good. I think that you. I thought KK looked great today. Yeah, Gerald McCoy. I noticed Gerald McCoy uh, in the backfield all the time. Uh, Gerald McCoy did very well. Brian Burns with the uh, the uh, the blocked punt with the what about Bonifan with the catch? Yeah, but everyone played. Uh, a lot of people on our defense played uh, pretty lights out today. I, I do think there, there weren't enough sacks. Uh, we didn't hit Jared Goff enough. We were close. We just yeah, didn't we get home every time. There was one time you got the ball out and you're about to strip it. Huh. Kind of a bizarre game. What about uh, in the first series, dude? Uh, the pass that's batted down and Christian McCaffrey catches it. I thought that uh, yeah. that was a sign that we were going to win. Yeah, right. I, I thought so too, man. Uh, apparently it was just a sign that McCaffrey is a certified badass. Yeah, uh, he's amazing. That guy is uh, is a sensation. I don't he, know what the score would have been if Christian McCaffrey wasn't 
if he wasn't in that on our team in this game and we had someone else that was just like D'Angelo Williams. He had over 200 all-purpose yards. Did he? He was yeah, awesome. Oh, man. Incredible. All right. You're listening to C3 Panthers Podcast. Let's keep going through with these calls. Hey, Panther Podcast. How y'all What's doing? Up, this is uh, Chi Cavassier, man. Just got done watching the game, man. I'm not really all that mad. You know what I'm saying? It's the first game. We have 15 games left. I wish we could have won that game. Yeah. But I'm going to say this right now. And you heard it first right here. DJ Moore is not the number one receiver. I repeat, DJ Moore is not the number one wide receiver. Curtis Samuel that. should take that position. DJ Moore, man, he fumbled. And then that damn backwards pass that Cam did, I don't know what the hell was up with this damn dude, man. I, I really don't, man. That was a tough you know, play But besides that, the man. defense played pretty good. You know, Cam's damn healthy. Christian McCaffrey, I don't give a damn, is the best running back in the damn league. Yeah, I don't give a damn what nobody says. I don't give a damn. Even though I'm going to be honest, I want to see Scarlett do something. You know, the rookie out of Florida or whatever. I want him to see I wanted to see him, you know, but we got 15 games left. So it is what it is, man. But my main concern is DJ Moore. You know what I'm saying? He is not the number one wide receiver. I like that dude because I just bought his jersey this year, too. You know what I'm saying? But uh, give me your thoughts on that. And I always remember keep pounding and uh tampa becoming to whip that ass on thursday man keep pounding. all right thoughts yeah. on dj Moore. uh so listen i don't i mean even though it killed the momentum i don't really hold that fumble on him all that much um i mean listen you do have to have ball control so yeah even though it, it did punch the ball out you have to protect the football i mean that's that's number one I mean, he, he was over it's again coming back to remember when he fought too too long for yeah. nothing He's done this. Uh, he still does it. He's that's the Cam in him. You know what I'm saying? It's the yeah. Steve Smith in him. He at sometimes there was a, in a preseason game. Remember the third preseason game? He catches the ball, gets tackled. They grab him by his leg, and he's still trying to twist out of that. I'm like, dude, you're about to twist your knee. Stop. Yeah, Just stop. Yeah, you're gonna end up hurting yourself or causing a fumble or just doing too much. And you have to know when to go down. He's still a young player, but yeah, man, it's 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 the time for dumb mistakes like that are over. Um, I do agree with G, though. Curtis Samuel, I believe, if we're able to utilize him, is the best wide receiver on the football team. That's our number one wide receiver. And I feel him and DJ Moore, that's going to be a, a good complement to one another. Um, I think Curtis Samuel has a higher ceiling. Uh, but DJ wasn't terrible today either. No, it no, just, no, no. He had, a bad, he had a fumble. And then, look, as I think, and I don't know what it looked like on the video, which you guys got to see the right. backwards pass and stuff. But his body momentum was already moving away. Yeah. So, like, to say you got to come back to it, you know what I'm saying? Yes, it's easier in theory. Right. To Like, it's not a joystick where you just get to, no. you know. Uh-huh. Now, that was just a disaster. A yeah. godforsaken disaster there. I don't think that we... Um, I don't think we need to label DJ a one. Uh, I, I think that they got him involved more than I expected. I was really surprised, to be honest, that they didn't make Curtis Samuel more of the game plan, though. And it seemed as though they did that with DJ Moore. They were targeting him early on, trying to put the ball in his wonder who he was going up. Was he against... Uh, like was it against the keep? Um, Talib Kweli. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know exactly who it was on, but uh, I think they just feel if ever they put uh, the ball in DJ's hand, he has such a chance to make a, 
a, a play after. I feel like the, Samuel's the, the same thing. It and is so the same is thing. Christian McCaffrey. It is the same thing. We made Christian McCaffrey part of this game plan. It's time to make yes. Curtis, Samuel Curtis Samuel part of the game plan. Um, and I think you got to put all the put trips on the other side and put Curtis Samuel against one dude on an island and go. Tony, you might tell me I'm a Debbie Downer man, but I'm going to be real with you. I'm not. But, so it's so obvious to us. Why is it not obvious to North Turner and Ron Rivera? Uh, I mean, I'm, I, I was not happy with the play calling early on. I feel that it's a hindrance more than it is helping us. That North Turner, I don't know if it's a Ron Rivera thing, but I felt that. No, I think that Ron Rivera at this point is giving full keys to North Turner. I mean, what did you think about the play calling? I felt that it was very stale. And once we had found yeah. the rhythm throwing the football, we abandoned it and lost momentum, and then we became easy for them to figure out. It's hard for me to really honestly answer that because I don't know if I'm just – the reason I don't like the play calling is because we lost. Yeah, recency yeah, bias. You know what I mean? Like in, and we'll have to look at the tape a little bit more to see if there's some things. Somebody asked in the chat, did Cam run it all today? He did run one time on the design run. Up um, the middle and got all, smashed. Yeah, smashed. I think Nonsense. it was a design run. It sure seemed it, it like was it. He went quick. A design run, um, for sure. I don't know. I don't. I, I felt like what our problem, Cody. I don't think it was the play calling. Our problem is is that we would get we move the ball and then we have some crappy thing happen. Yeah, you know. I mean, is that like we're driving, we're driving, we're putting it on them, and then all of a sudden we're going down. All right, J-Dub brings up a good point that Ron Rivera will say missed opportunities at least 37 <laughs> yeah. times in his press conference today. Yeah, All right, let's keep going with the cat calls. The number's 252-228-5098. Chef Jeff Hodge here. What's up, Chef? Well, I knew that the first person to 30 was going to win the game. Oh, but uh, I have to say, we played pretty good. Balls didn't bounce our way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kind of a bullshit call on that pass from Cam because I'm pretty sure it was deflected in front of him, but maybe uh, not. One that you yeah. And uh, what about this offset penalties on a head-to-head on a helmet-to-helmet shot yes. and a holding call? I'm, I'm sure we've gone through this before. Those should not be offset. No, they should. I mean, that's just a reality. No, it's maybe be do it five yards, get five yards of the offense, and an automatic first down or whoever. But that ain't the way to do it. Uh, can't play pretty decent. Um, he's lucky he didn't get picked off that one time. He's still not, you know, he, you know, missing as much of the preseason as he did. That's, I guess, that's how it's going to be. Uh, I do have a little bit of an ice-up pick. Uh, I would like to ice up the uh, Panthers uh, PSL mm. office. Um, I, me and my family have had PSLs for since the very beginning, since going to Clemson every single year. Right. And I wanted to take our friend Cody Lackney to a, the Thursday game next week. Oh, this is this. And for the last two and a half months, I get no response from them. People are supposed to call me back. People are supposed to email me back. They don't. Finally, I get an email, and they want $150 to upgrade one seat to a handicap accessible. So to the Panthers PSL office, 
ice up. You and to the rest of the Panthers, keep pounding. Great game. We're going to beat the shit out of the Tampa Bay Bucks next week. There's You're pounding. Name. Pause it before it goes to the next one. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, fucking cripples. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, is that uh, usually I feel like you should get, like, moved up in the line. If yeah. If you have so, some sort of disability. Not like, hey, disabled guy, you got to pay double. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, life isn't hard enough. Right? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, but more than Jeff, I certainly appreciate you, man. Uh, I, I appreciate you uh, keeping me in mind. And, uh, hey, man, we'll, we'll figure it out some way, somehow. Right now, I'm not too worried about it. But, uh, I'm, I'm more focused on uh, putting out the best content on fucking City 3 and have this ball rolling. Hell yeah. And uh, doing these post-game shows. And, uh, yeah, man, uh, I, I do, uh, let's go back to that penalty. That penalty okay. with the offset. Because <laughs> I uh, have another ISO pick that has to do with different penalties in this game. But go ahead. Okay. No, I, I agree with Jeff. How is a, a, a helmet-to-helmet the same amount of... As a hold. Yeah, as as, as a holding call. I mean, they, they just revamped the rules or you know, made some changes before the start of the season, and and that wasn't one of them. I mean, this goes back to when uh, Denver was pounding on Cam Newton uh, back in Denver in 2016, and they were offsetting penalties, and they targeted him to the helmet. And then, I, I don't understand that. What what sense is that at all? It's no sense. All right, I want to give a sh- continue the shout outs. I saw Susan Dean, who I went to the game with today. Thank you, Susan, for uh, the hooking up, uh, for making that opportunity available. Shout tonight. out, Susan especially Dean. if Tiffany is listening. Uh, thank you. All right now, um, my going back to these penalties. This what was more bizarre than this was when we challenged the. Cat that it was the incomplete pass that fans thought was a fumble. We then challenge it. Now this is I thought that this was weird because one I was like I hope we don't win this challenge because if we win this challenge it's a um, it's a completed pass and he has his knee down. Yeah, which they concluded. But on top of this, this is what's funny about this. So, there was a ruling on the field of incomplete pass. The Ron Rivera challenges the ruling on the field, hoping it's a fumble. Yeah. They come and they uphold the challenge. They do. It is not a... It is a completed pass, but it is not a fumble. No. So, then, Ron Rivera won the challenge, kind of. Yeah. But then they said we made a mistake and they didn't fix it. Yeah, and then they, his like, knee and was then, down. Like, but at the same time, if his knee was down, they should have gotten the ball. Yeah. On that, that, like, it was like we made an error. You challenged it. You probably shouldn't have challenged this because you're not going to get the <laughs> right. call. And then on top of that, we all acknowledge that an error was made, but we're not going to fix it. Yeah, we're not. What we're is not, this? Not the whole it. sentiment about the NFL trying to get things right. And they never do. And they that never, was like this. We were like, we know we're wrong, but we're still going to just leave it the way it is. Yeah. Because fuck them. This is the Panthers. Whatever. All right. You're listening to the C3 Panthers podcast. You're right, Cody. We are bringing you the great content. There's a great uh, group of people. We're creating a community, right? Yes, is, we are. And I hope you guys are 
If you're riding home from the game like Susan is right now, I want you to be safe. I'm going to have to drive the late night train uh, home. But look, guys, there's uh, over 40 people watching at this point, or there was. Go ahead and smash the thumbs up button. Do us a solid. Subscribe to the podcast. We're here on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you go but also on YouTube every Tuesday night live. And look, we're not going to miss a game even when Tony travels because he's going to come hang out with his boy. Come hang out with your boy. All right. Let's see, it up. let's see what you guys got to say. Yeah, it's Jeremiah from Swansboro. And, uh, you know, I, it was a tough loss, but overall I think, I think we did well. We held our own when we needed to. Cam looked a little bit rusty. Probably uh, should have played a little bit more in the preseason, but, you know, you got to worry about injury. Uh, all in all, I think, I think we got a good, good season in front of us. We just gotta clean up a few things and I think we'll be alright. Uh, thanks for, uh, doing everything you do. Keep pounding. Pause it. Hey guys, Josh from Mass. Josh, we're coming for you. Don't you worry. So, I love the optimism. And listen, we do need to temper a little bit of our hurt feelings over the loss. Cause there was we're a lot of We're disappointed. Yeah. We're disappointed we weren't better. There was a lot of good stuff, I feel. Um, from our defensive backfield, I felt good about Brian Burns uh, confirmed everything that we thought about him in the preseason. Incredibly talented football player. Um, and our linebackers, uh, Shaq and Luke, were incredible. Yeah. Our defense, our field. defense. I think, um, if they continue to get better. Look, yeah. Bradbury has a pick. He never picks the ball. Never. How about that? Never. And he almost had two. Right. You know, um I thought that if anything, every time you saw the problem was is you saw Trey Boston in there, and when you saw, whenever you see a free safety making a tackle, it's bad news anyway. Oh, um, so, but he, there was a couple of things we were getting fatigued towards the end. Even Keekley was a little fatigued. I think the defense showed if we can stay healthy and get better, and which you should, as yeah. you see, you know, as long as you're not just ruined by injuries. And this is not mentioned that we played this game without Bruce Irvin, right? And not, not that, Irvin. like, a, but I think that the defense right now looks on schedule. How about that? Is yeah. that where we really need them? They went up against, this is a good litmus test for the defense, yeah. good offense. Yeah. Ty Gurley was still Ty Gurley. Now, um, I think what I want to know, your your perspective from watching it on the television, very hard to watch it in, per, in person. In fact, again, Panthers don't want to hear this, but I totally recommend the TV experience. <laughs> like I'm, ex- yeah. I'm gonna be exhausted and tired. I spent fifteen dollars on waters. Wow! Um, yeah, just three waters, and so I could have drank twelve more. So beer would have been a, a way more than oh, that. Oh yeah, 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 and I could never make it home with that. But here <laughs> is the: How did the offensive line look? Because I don't think it was bad, but I no. don't think it was good. It was better than I thought it would be. Listen, I'll be the stickler that, that I am. Uh, I saw Daryl Williams getting his ass whipped a bunch on on that left side. They put Dante Fowler on him on purpose. They knew that they had a speed advantage with Dante Fowler, uh, and they didn't trust Don, uh, Daryl Williams to be able to defend against Dante. And for the most part, they were right about that. Uh, they had to put Christian McCaffrey in and pass protection. Um... Other other than that, I think Van Roten, everybody had a solid performance. It wasn't um, incredible. Uh, I know McCaffrey's happy with him. Uh, McCaffrey's definitely think, happy I, yeah, with him. Yeah, I would say player. in some ways, but I think he also made a lot of that happen, too. Uh, yeah. that, like that one run own. that he he should have been tackled 20 yards earlier. Yeah. And he almost got a damn touchdown. 
just so awesome. Man, he man. is amazing. And then when he left, <laughs> when he yeah. tried to hurdle that guy, what happened to that guy? Did he break oh, his leg man. or something? So, like, uh, what, uh, what was that? We don't know. You don't get the updates there. He uh, lacerated Eric Weddle's forehead, had blood all down his face, all down the back of his neck. Oh. And yeah, Weddle was fucked up by that one. Oh, oh. Yeah. All right. McCaffrey doing MMA throwing Muay Thai. Yeah, I know, man. <laughs> it's like that one uh, video you showed where the guy, um, you put it on Twitter sometimes, where the guy comes in and just knees that dude. Yeah. Like he runs and <laughs> yeah. just knees That's him. 100% and then it's it just was. over. And like, yeah. dude's dead. He goes to punch him. Everybody's like, don't tell him to do that, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's see what. This is Josh from MASH, man. Thanks for joining the podcast. Yeah. That's Jeremiah from Smallsboro. Oh, That's Jeremiah yeah. again. That's the Jeremiah. One right before, yeah. Hey guys, Josh from Mass. Well, Josh. it's a loss. It is what it is. But we only lost by three, and uh, you know we we handed them the game with some mistakes, uh, especially in the first half. I thought things really could have been a little bit tighter. Um, defense, you could tell there's still some teething issues going on with the switch. Um. But I think on the whole, there's a lot to be happy about. There's a lot that looks promising. But um, <clears throat> I think my glaring thing, as soon as it happened, I knew. I knew it was going to bite us in the ass. was DJ Moore fumbling early on in the game on that first drive. You know, so we're marching down the field, and then he's trying to make more out of a play where he'd already gained, I think, 15 or 20 yards. Like, dude, just go down. Just go down. Yeah. Given your propensity to fumble, and guys know it because they saw it last year, probably what four, maybe five times, you know. But uh, on the whole, I don't think things are too bad. You can't be too doom and gloom about losing by three when you've got as many new pieces as we do, and you're playing against, you know, last year's NFC champs. Yeah. Um, you know, again, we didn't help ourselves out. Um, a bad call or two, you know. It's a complete pass, but we're not going to give them the yardage, and we're not going to give you guys the fumble. Well, then, what the hell is it? Um, Amen. And, you know, yes, it, yeah. but it's it was football's back at the very least. But you know, of course, along with it, brought uh, you know one of the hockey leagues refereeing, and and uh, I don't think us or most teams are going to be happy about that because the young man seems to have brought his father's refing tendencies with him. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, it's a loss, but it's not too, too bad. Um, catch you guys later. All right. Um, you know, I think that uh, I, I was actually – all right, so Brandon Herbert still responded to the first call of the night with Brandon Herbert if we like Cam or, you know, if, are we turning our back? Is this yeah. on Cam this time? Uh, what about Cam staying in the pocket? And no, I thought in a way that was good. You know, it's like you could feel it was so close. Yeah. At one point, he's throwing the ball and somebody, like, touching yeah. He's still throwing. I thought there was some composure there. Um, and and to a degree, like, is that, yeah, there were some bad snaps on the offensive line. But uh, for for the most – for he had some time, too. I feel for the most part uh, he stood in the pocket. Especially that first drive. Man, the, the, the – he's just waited – Knew where the ball was going and just put it on a dime, put it on a rope. Cam Newton started very well. It's just after that DJ Moore fumble, 
Man, it, it, when the, when the Panthers lose momentum, it's so hard. He's for a us momentum player. A, he, a lot of our of our players are momentum players, and that's on coaching, ooh, in my opinion. Bringing on this is you know when we look good, What's when it? we went uh, hurry up. Yeah, we it, even uh, quick. We just quick. You know what I'm saying? Is that I was wondering with this, with the speed that you got with Curtis Samuel, DJ Moore, unless you are sending them on a bunch of deep routes, they're going right. to get gassed. You can't do a hurry up all the time there. Right. But we were effective. Cam, uh, it helps Cam. I think it calms Cam down a little bit. I feel that he's in control, and that's where he's the most comfortable with. I've been wanting to, do a, to have a, a faster offense forever. But Ron Rivera just doesn't want to do it until we're down in the third and fourth quarter. What uh, the heck happened where we couldn't? Uh, also, uh, the other thing I was thinking about with that offensive, uh, where, where it comes to coaching on this, is how come we had so many trouble, so much trouble substitutions on that field goal or whatever it was, or you know where that's they had all coaching. That's all coaching, man. Man, I, you know, Chase Blackburn is, is getting an earful today. Yeah, although, man, his special teams unit blocked the punt. They you did. Know, they, they, they did, they, but they did when some, we were trying good. to kick a field goal, we couldn't get no. the player, the per- right personnel on the field. And that's unacceptable. And I, I don't know if Ron Rivera is too hands-off on certain uh, you know, parts of, of the team. I'm not sure what it is, man, but there, there's a lack of discipline in certain areas of, of our team right now. And I, I blame it on Rivera, man. I, I mean, I'm, I'm not very confident in, in our coaching staff. If, if we turn it up and turn this around, it's going to be on Newton and on Luke. Well, we've got boys. to know that it's time for our coaching staff to recognize that Cam is a momentum player. Yes, 100%. So we have to put him in some positions, too, that shake off the rust get his jersey wet. You know, he looked like a different player after we scored the touchdown. Yeah. He gets down. Yeah. You know, he doesn't like to lose, right? And, and so it lets him – he's yeah. emotionally impacted by it. And he was calling audibles at, at the line. Uh, I mean, he understands what he's saying. How did we not get a false defense. start on that one? I mean, not a false start, uh, offsides, where he made that dude, that interior lineman jump. Like yeah. three times, I, they I were like, know. "Well, we know where you're going, bro." Inside move, inside. I, I, I and don't even know. Like, uh, God, he got him three times, and we didn't. Somebody yeah. touch that man. Touch him. Yeah, do something. If you and touch him, no you get a false. Uh, you get off sides. But all right, you're listening to the C3 Panthers podcast. Let's keep pounding through these calls. Hey guys, this is Matt calling you from uh, the main streets of New York City. Uh, up, so uh, I apologize if there's any extraneous. Noise. It is Manhattan after all. Anyway, uh, wow. Okay, so the game didn't go the way we any of us wanted, but um, <laughs> I like I, you know, I wasn't. Uh, I, I, I'm not down and out about it. It I was like a close game. Uh, there were some okay. bright and shining things in it. Uh, I gotta say, uh, when I grow up, I want to be Christian McCaffrey. That guy ah. is just—he's mm. just solid, man. He's the real thing, and. Uh, just a great, great player. I don't think there's any running back in the league that's uh, better than him. Just so, uh, Raiders, uh, Eric Weddle, that was a freak accident, really ugly, and uh, I hope that guy's okay real soon. Um, so, a couple of other thoughts. Yeah. 
uh, you know, uh, I, I know that we gave up 30 points, which is never what you want to do. But the Rams are a great offensive team, and uh, they got a lot of weapons. And uh, I thought the defense, I thought our defense came to play today. They, I, I was, I was couple big plays. The Robert somewhat Woods impressed by them. Uh, the offense did not the help tag. them out a whole lot. Uh, the offense didn't help them out a whole lot. Uh, put them in some bad situations, and they gave up some points. It's going to happen. But I thought they came to play. I thought Shaq looked pretty good today. That was nice to see. Uh, Bradbury had a solid game, I thought. And the special teams, I thought, uh, were, were standout today. Um, yeah. yeah, man, just some real nice play, and it's, it's rare that you get to say that about a Carolina Panthers special teams unit. Uh, letdowns today. DJ Moore, man, you had trouble hanging on to the ball last year. I don't know why you're not just carrying the football around 24-7, sleeping with that thing. I don't get it. And Cam Newton, um, he, he was freaky. He was, he was Cam. Um, I'm not worried about his shoulder so much as I'm worried about his head. Uh, I, I question some of uh, the decisions that he made today, and I'm sure he does too. Uh, but, you know, we didn't get the win. I think we're real close to being a, a damn, damn dangerous team. Uh, so hopefully they can tighten up and uh, get it together for Thursday against the Bucks. Okay, you guys, keep up the good work. Thank you, man. Yeah, thank you for the call from New York. Uh, just to give you guys a little bit uh, further insight into what this looked like today, Jared Goff on this defense uh, or on goes 23 for 39 with 186 yards and touchdown, one interception. Um, it's a very small day, if you think of that. Yeah. 189, um, and uh, let me see, did how many touchdowns did he have? Ty Gurley uh, gets 97 yards on 14 attempts. At the end, Ty Gurley, they – and I thought this was strange. The defense tried to say that he was going to run left, and he was running right on our defense the whole time. Yeah, uh, and and then they, they subbed him out. In the goal line scenarios, they were using a different running back, uh, which is very weird. Uh, yeah, man, um, it, it's it's so weird because there's a lot to be hopeful about about the football team right now, and then there's a lot to be genuinely concerned about. Um, not not too bad concerned about. Um, overall, I think that it was a valiant effort, and I do think a lot of our mistakes can be chalked up to. You know, needing more time to be better on the minutia, on the details, and, and that'll come in time. Um, yeah, I, we just needed to do some of the small things better, and we need to be better earlier on in the football game. Whenever we're trailing our opponent, you almost know that it's it's more of an uphill battle for Carolina, and it shouldn't be that way. Yeah, I think it's hard to do some of the things that we want to do on offense when we're behind. And yeah. uh, we, we had the opportunity to get the ball early. Uh, we, You know, the Rams settled that for us by right. deferring. And uh, it's I think it's just going to be difficult to take shots down the field when everybody knows you're taking shots down the field. Yeah. You need to have some intermediate, like where they think you're just trying, it's first and ten, and you're trying to get three yards, you've run the ball effectively, and then all of a sudden we, a guy slips out behind. And I think Cam Newton did a good job of taking what the defense gave to him. And, and so Until he got tired. He got, he got tired at the end, yeah. frustrated at the end, started forcing things at the end. Yeah, and, and, and I felt 
our offense and our play calling put him in that position. Uh, I'm, I mean, listen, man, I know I'm, 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 a, I'm a broken record at this point. Um, our coaching has to be better. It has to be better, or this is going to be a very, very long season um, on offense and defense. And that's just how, how I feel about Christian it. Christian McCaffrey just was sensational today. 19 attempts for 128 yards and two touchdowns on the ground. Add on to that 10 more catches and 81 yards. That's why I drafted him number one overall in the C3 Fantasy Football League. By the way, if you're a player of the C3 Fantasy Football League, the shirts just arrived on Friday, so I will be mailing them out this week. All the premium packages, all the gifts, and all of that will be mailed out this week. All right, so let's keep pounding with these calls. The number is 252-228-5098. You're listening to the C3 Panthers post game. Be a part of the show, guys. Keep pounding. Oh, my. Oh, my. All right, this is Cody from up here in Roanoke, or CK, um, up, in an effort to limit confusion. Hey, guys, just, uh, hey, Cody, hey, Font Cam, how you guys doing? Uh, I know that wasn't the most ideal outcome, but I think we all expected that this wasn't going to necessarily go our way. Granted, I think it's more painful because there were just little things that had they went our way, it would have been a completely different, you know, situation. I think there was a lot of encouraging uh. things. Um, I think that a lot of people are going to question our pass rush one time, you know, say, what the heck? But I mean, to be fair, the Rams didn't take deep shots. They were doing crossing patterns and screens and, you know, uh, dump off passes, not even given an opportunity for our pass rush to reach home. But right, don't, you know, don't let that discourage you. I think that, uh, they made an impact, uh, at least as much as they possibly could. My biggest concern yeah. is our run defense there towards the end of the game. I felt like we just, faltered and uh, I know we were going against Gurley but I don't know about you guys but until that last quarter I didn't think Gurley looked very much like Gurley so uh, Christian McCaffrey (laughs) you know the only way we'll have hope this year is if Christian McCaffrey's on the field I mean Cam was looking decent I think he made a couple of uh, mistakes uh, within his reads and his decisions and uh, overthrowing people that one wide open, you know, I'm not going to say wide open, Curtis Samuel pass, but I mean, that, that would have been dropped in the bucket there. That would have been amazing. Uh, that would have been a, a tight turner there, but, uh, I tell you what, that punt, uh, punt block was, uh, was enough to jump and get me jumping off my, uh, my couch. And almost blocked jumping for joy, it. guys, but, yeah, uh, we got anyway, I think we blocked uh, two points there. That's my reaction. I think there's a lot of optimism. Uh, this could have gotten bad a lot quicker, but, we held these guys in check for the majority of the game, and we just weren't able to close it. Unfortunately, that was half the games last year that we lost. So, all right, guys, keep down. Um, yeah, I mean, I think he's right. I'm, I'm really impressed with the uh, now. Are Panther fans soft, Cody, and forgiving, or are they just being reasonable at this point? Because I like the temperature of these calls is guarded. Like, yeah, disappointment. Uh, but reasonable optimism that we can see peer through is we're not letting a loss on week one define our season as a fan base, it sounds like. Yeah, well, I'm happy that we're not that reactionary, that we lose the first game, and, oh, man, our season's down to drain, what was me? I mean, listen, we don't win the Super Bowl in September. So uh, I'm not worried on that front. Um, there were things to like and things to 
uh, to love. And then there were things that we have to do better on. Um, I think it was a litmus test for where we are right now. And it shows us where we have to be a better football team. Um, and uh, it's very obvious that Cam has to be better on some of these passes. And um, our, our defense has to affect the quarterback at all times. And we had some good three and outs on our defense, too. So, I mean, the, the sky is not falling. In yeah, Carolina not yet. Right now. We're not gonna yet. see. We're gonna have to get better. Though. We're just 100%. gonna have to get better. Kind of rem- uh, reminiscent of the start last year against Dallas at home. Uh, even though we came out with a victory in that yeah. one, that was like a thirteen to nine game or something. It was low. low like scoring. we just couldn't get it together. I thought we had it together in some cases. We just couldn't put it all together. Right. And, you know, and that was the problem is that when you know we would make some big conversions. And then get a holding penalty and be back, and then be yeah. backed up. Uh, we have to, to me, uh, we got to get less penalties. Penalties yeah. were to, penalties hurt. Today. They were daggers. Yeah, it at hurt. the time and uh, helping, you know. And, and for the Rams, I mean, we, I think our defense looked very good. I think our defense played as well as you can ask them to play against that offense. Uh, they're getting used to the heat themselves. Yeah. You know, they're the first day they're playing. They were out there all damn day, it felt like. Yeah. Now, uh, when it comes to the offense and the coaching, man, we're going to have to hope that – and we did see North Turner bring more things out as the – you know, they're not going to show their full hand in week one. Right. But it wasn't – we just couldn't get in the end zone fast enough. It took us too long to get in the end zone today. We yeah. score in the first half sooner – this the whole com- dynamic of this game changes because as soon as uh, we scored, you could see a bur- a weight lifted off of Cam Newton's shoulder, and he didn't have any touchdowns today. Yeah, didn't have any touchdowns. Um, uh, the offensive line, I feel, did the uh, for the most part did well in pass protection. Um, yeah, just later on, uh, our, our, I genuinely feel our coaches didn't put us in a good position um, early in the football game. We mentioned the tempo. Cam Newton loves running for tempo. I don't know why we don't do it more often. Um, it, it benefits our offense to be able to do that. And when you have the type of weapons that we have, it benefits them as well. Um, other than that, um, th- there wasn't a whole lot terrible in the football game. Just small things that have to be... Uh, yeah, I, I think that's why people are optimistic, is they can see that it, there's something to work with here. Yes, there, there's something here. But there, but like uh, Underground West uh, said, is we just got to fix the dang mistakes. Yeah, That was it. It was, it was mistakes, and um, some of this is uh, the, the whole weird thing with Cam and his helmet. All yeah. of that, it, at the beginning of the game, it just felt like everybody was sitting in the sun and tired. Dare I say, missed opportunities. I know. Oh, my. Is that when the movie just Oh, my. Right. Well, that was frustrating, and I only saw red zone. Anyway, I'm going to be with you on YouTube, so I'll speak to you later, guys. Keep bounding. <laughs> hey, Rich. <laughs> so... Uh, this is, uh, Jedi Joy calling Jedi in. It's been a while since I called in. I've been in the hospital, but, uh, not now. Uh, watched the game today. I had a couple of thoughts I wanted to share. First, I am super disappointed in our Panthers fan base. 
for opening week against the defending NFC champs to see all those empty seats in the yeah. stands. Yeah. I was yeah. so like like tickets weren't even on my much. I looked on SeatGeek, it was about forty dollars. Unfortunately I can't really walk, I would have probably bought a ticket and went up there myself. Um but it is what it is, whatever. Uh the second thing, McCaffrey is super upset that he did not get a Pro Bowl nod last year because he's coming for the Pro Bowl. Uh, he played his ass off today, uh, unfortunately, in the losing efforts. Uh, defense looks great. Um, I think the only issue they really had was Todd Gurley having fresh legs in the fourth quarter. Kind of gashed them a bit, but uh, for the most part, they, they held up. Uh, got some decent pressure and held the run game down. Uh, special teams looks like it's a lot better. There's only one game, so we'll see how it goes. Uh, I don't blame Slot too much for missing the first field goal. But, uh, tough way it's to a game of inches, and uh, it happens. Um, whether. <laughs> It's a game of inches, and every little thing counts towards a win or a loss. Uh, I don't, I'm not too panicky over losing to the Rams week one. Uh, hopefully, we can turn around and beat the Bucks next week. All right, thanks, I think the one thing, if we are going to, if, if you want me to stir the pot a little, Cody, stir it. and that is the Rams weren't good today either. No, that's not stirring the pot. So, that was obvious, I feel. So while we keep saying it's not that bad there's some things to um, learn from we can get better on one hand this I see where you're going with this dare I say was a missed opportunity a missed opportunity yeah uh, no and and the idea is too is that like we don't the window is closing. Yeah. It always is closing the window is not opening it's always closing it's always closing and we have to clean these things up yeah, and, and maybe that's where you keep coming back with the coaching staff. Yeah, is that like why? Why are we not? I don't know. I don't think we look bad today. I don't think we look unprepared entirely. But there were moments where it was just like, "What's going on, me people? Nobody knows what's going." No. The refs didn't know what was going on. Half the it's stadium, a discipline thing. The fans didn't even know we had a game today. No, yeah, no, no one knew what was supposed what to be happening. What in the world? This is the worst times. part about the PSL system. Yeah, the PSL system manufactures sold out crowds all the time. It does, and so we have never not sold out a game. I don't think maybe yeah. like two in the whole history of the whole world. Right. Um. But there was it was hot. I'm, I understand. I like I said, it's better watching in front of the old TV. <laughs> but we do need the people of Charlotte to get their butts out there. Yeah. There are too many people that go to the game just to go to the game that are not even fa- like people wearing like orange. I saw a guy wearing a Denver Broncos jersey. Yeah, like I was just like, gosh. I mean, and I'm not going to be one of those weird people that says, like, don't, you know, dog all of us for selling tickets to all fans or whatever. You may sell your tickets, do whatever you got to do, I guess, if it's money. But it's on us to show up. I drove four hours, dressed like Auntie Cam in that heat, did not take off the bonnet. Not one time. Not one time took it, left it, scarfed up with a sign. And you know what the big ice up is, Cody? 
I didn't get on the damn jumbo train. I never saw you. How one in time. the hell does Auntie Cam come time. and I was holding that sign up like a big ass idiot the uh, whole time? Boy. Oh, I thought I thought for sure at the end when I was downtrodden and like right. this that they were just going to find all <laughs> the Auntie Cam on the cam then, but nothing. Just knocked out, nailed over. At what point though, Cody? Do we? I won't say worry, but do we get irritated? If we do the same thing in about five days against Tampa Bay, um, and, and another one at home, so it, it, it's annoying, man. It's, it, it's frustrating knowing that these other teams are knocking a lot of rust off as well, and there were plays to be made on our defense that weren't capitalized on by the Rams. So uh, there's a lot of polishing that we need to do. And yeah, I'm, we need I'm, to polish this can and make sure it's not a turd. I'm hoping it's, it's not, not a turd. It's not. I'm hoping uh, it's I not I do a have turd. a question about the indoor stadium stuff. Is that are they would it be climate controlled? Oh yeah. I mean, but they say that they can open like Dallas is playing with the open roof right now. Is it you know, is it a cool 74 in yeah, there? I, if that it is, I no like idea. I'm if it is, I'm saying this, pony up taxpayers of Charlotte. Yeah, Charlotte. You assholes need to get this thing indoor. I need some AC. It Who was needs tough. roads. <laughs> yeah, come Who, on. Schools. Hell. Look. <laughs> water Drinking water? All right, first world problems, huh? Yeah, Flint. Yeah, yeah, that's Flint. (laughs) Chef Jeff Hodge again. Uh, Forgot to bring up in the last call. What about that bullshit replay where the guy caught the ball, he fumbled it, we recovered it, they say it was incomplete, the ref comes on and says, oh, no, he caught it, but we don't know if his knee was down or not. So we can't determine the fumble. So it, that I don't understand how we lost our time out on that one. If we lost the our time out, we didn't complete, win the I understand that he's ruling it if it was a catch. It was a but I, I, that's just really weird to me. And I well, and well, they, so they stepped to the sideline. I'm sure Ron's going to have something to ask the NFL about that one because that just didn't pass. sound right at all. They said it was I don't know what you guys pass. think about it, but it let me know. Be listening. We didn't have a chance to fumble. But it was a completed pass. But well, that's but right, right. That's why they so said stupid. the pass was complete. Right. That's why it's so dumb. He didn't fumble. Yeah, the dumbest. So shit we world. should win that challenge. Yeah, that they should have, have marked ball. the ball down. It should have yeah. been third and three at that point. That could have been all us. Well, that even if it, it wouldn't have helped us if we won one, it does hurt to lose our timeouts, and we needed timeouts at the end. Well, yeah. I mean, it would have been our ball. I mean, we no, it was covered. The, oh well, yeah, yeah we recovered the. But fumble. I think they said his knee was down, so it wasn't a fumble. It was a catch and a down, not a catch and fumble. I, I feel it should have been a fumble. It was close. Even still, I know the crowd wanted it to be a fumble. I know. All right, you're listening to the C3 Panthers podcast. The number's 252-228-5098. Tony and Cody here hanging out. Come and let us know what you th- think of the game. So, I, this is Jedi Joe again. Uh, I wanted to add another thing. The refs, I'm not blaming the refs for this loss, but at the same time, there are a couple of calls that... um perplexed me. Uh, the obvious one is the uh, pass that was challenged. He definitely caught that ball. 
it definitely took two feet down, and then it was punched out by Liz Keekley. I don't know what the refs saw in that to, to make them say that it was an incomplete pass. And even when they came out to say what the call was, they said that the call that was a pass, then he was down by contact. And in that case, yeah. then it should have been a third and one. Yes. With um, the Rams maintaining their possession. So, I don't know. It was and a big mistake on their part, I feel. Um, the second one is the uh, fumble, um, uh, the backwards pass by Cam that became a fumble that led to the Rams' yeah, first touchdown. If you look at the replay uh, closely, the um, ball was definitely tipped by one of the linemen. Uh, causing yeah. it to be a errant throw and DJ not being able to get it. Yeah, I'm not a big uh, <laughs> philosopher of the, uh, the rule book of NFL, but I feel like that should be a batted pass and should be an uh, incomplete pass. Just like uh, if uh, <laughs> any other time the ball was batted and um, it was his by a defender. Yeah. That's just my thoughts. Uh, <laughs> I want to ramble a little bit, a little bit of venting. I think that's good. All right, next call. What's up, everybody? This is Carolina King out of Atlanta. What's up, man? Helen from the great state of North Carolina. I don't think this is anything we need to be worried about right now. This is a win-win for us. Something to where, obviously, we took an L from, but you see all the upside going behind it. Let's not crucify Cam. Let's not crucify Ron Rivera. If anything, guys, this is something that we have to take back to the locker room, dissect, and see where we you know, made our mistakes at. But overall, the, the biggest playmakers, in my opinion, is that offensive line. Hands down. For Aaron Donald to be on the other end, and what, they get like maybe two sacks? That right there in itself is a win for me. Now, we just got to see coming down the, the turn back with these next few games, but I feel good, man. Optimistic. Let me know what y'all think. Carolina King, I'll take it easy. All right, thanks for that call right there. Hold on, let me find this. It's probably going back to the first call now. All right, uh, you're listening to C3 Panthers podcast, numbers 252-228-5098. Uh, longest running uh, Panthers podcast will be live Tuesday night. Or also, the question is, is Cody a night owl enough to do a post-game after a Thursday night game? Fuck, yeah. I right. don't even have to ask. Okay. Man. I'm right. down. I'm down. Right. So, uh, I am not coming to that game because I am not – I can't – I'm not going to take off work. I have to take off two days to make that trip happen. But uh, yeah. um, how do you go back into the locker room after this game? I, I mean, I think there's going to be a lot to build. I think we're going to have uh, the conversation This is going to start with Cam Newton – and North Turner, and yeah. they're gonna have to figure out how to get on the same page. I would tell them, "Do you feel bad? Good. It deserves to feel bad when you don't play four quarters of football. This is what happens, and this is what it feels like. Um, and you have to do better uh, in, in those moments when the game is on the line. Everyone has to be better. The red zone defense, which I still blame Rivera for for not having our our better players on the football field at that point in time." Um, and then uh, Cam Newton has to make some of those throws, uh, and our linemen have to give him enough time to be able to throw the football. Um, it's a teaching tape is what this is. Show the players this is what you did wrong and practice the hell out of it. Throw the ball down the field in practice so that way when you're going into Thursday, this isn't something Cam Newton's having to do on the fly. 
Um, time to build the reps. Time to time to make this offense run. Because right now we're looking like uh, the preseason Carolina Panthers, which is not not fun. I don't know how to. Um, we need to get our offense needs to become explosive. For sure, it needs to be what the Rams' offense was last year. Yeah, it can be. Yeah, 100%. I think we have enough tools. I mean, if you look at them, they got Brandon Cooks, Robert Woods. There ain't really much of a difference between Curtis Samuel and DJ. Boy, did no. Cooper Cup get like a hundred catches today? And he was throwing the ball at, almost exclusively at Cup. Almost, yeah. So, uh, I mean, I, I don't know why, why you wouldn't um, put Cooper in man coverage and, and let your defenders play the ball. If you know that they're going to be throwing the ball to him that much, I mean, Cooper Cup makes that offense run. So, take him out of it. And we didn't do that. All a bunch of underneath stuff. Yeah. You know, really, this game, uh, we weren't far off. We're a missed field goal, right? We're a, right. an interception where Cam threw that pick, not wasted a lot of time on the clock. Yeah. Even though they didn't come away with any points. Right. You know, and so it wasn't. I, when when Cam threw that pick, the whole crowd stood up and walked out. Like I yeah. mean, like so many people were like, "See, we're out of here. It's yeah. too hot." And I sat there and I was like, "But even when we, they don't turn it into points. We marched down. I think we scored again. I'm not sure if we scored again. Anyway, the it just the time the clock was running out. There just yeah. wasn't enough time. There wasn't enough time. Now we did need to probably we could have hopefully gotten that um, onside kick. That would have helped. They yes. gave us a shot. But, uh, and going back, and I saw Brother Herbert was in the chat, so I do, we're going to address, we did address your call earlier in the show, um, and I and we said also that Cam Newton had to play, has to play better, right? He didn't yeah. have a great, he didn't have a good game. He didn't I have, mean, he missed some layups. Yeah. Simple. He missed, and that's kind of always his MO. The current Samuel throw was a high level throw, but then the earlier ones to Grant Olsen, that's, that's money. That should be money every time. Yeah, um, but but you come back and there's mistakes on all sides of the ball. Yeah, hundred percent. All sides of the ball, there all were problems the that and and the defense. While they did play great, they let them score down the stretch. Yes. And if you could have held them at 20, 23 points. Yeah. You know you're in the game, but uh, they kept they started to get it together offensively as soon as we started to have a chance of coming back. Yeah. Doesn't it always seem to happen that way? <laughs> Doesn't it always oh, seem gosh. to happen that way? We have to come out faster. Yeah, we got to come out. You said it. You said I've this. I've been saying this since last year. We, get, we went into scoreless at halftime, I think. Or close to it. Yeah. And, I mean, I mean it, it's almost weird that we put up 27 points. Yeah, yeah, is, you're right. How did we yeah. put up 27 points? Um, block, block punt helps. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Block Bonifon, our boy Bonifon. Panther Nasty. Helps. I know Panther Nasty, if he's listening, he likes Bonifon. All right, let's see. I think we got another call on the Cat Calls line. What's up, everybody? This is Carolina King. Out of Atlanta. Oh, but did we listen to this one? Yeah, we got it. All right. I think that's it. So for me, it's just, oh, yeah, no, I got to download it. Huh. All right. So, um, obviously, I think the player of the game on the offense, I mean, clearly, oh. is Christian McCaffrey. And it's going to be like that for a while. It should be like that every week. And if we can get the other guys clicking, then yeah. that's some good news. 
Where, um, how would you grade Sly on his debut? Um, missed his first kick, but comes back into yeah, 53 yarder. Yeah, money, and, and they were from uh, the 40 to 50 yard range. Um, so overall, I'm, 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 I'm fine with him. I'm, I'm happy with him. I'm comfortable moving forward um, with him as our kicker. Um, it is true, though, that if it does make that field goal, then it's a tie ball game instead of uh, instead of us losing by three. But those are the yeah, points. I mean things happen, you know, and we yeah. didn't score any more after that. So it's yeah. not it's not on him uh, that we lost the game. But there are three points that we left on the field that we needed. Uh, now turning to the defensive side of the ball. Um, you mentioned this earlier. Dante Jackson looked—he looked pretty strong. Yeah, Jackson uh, and both of our corners—they did played well. Uh, the safety play seemed okay. Yeah, uh, and and when they're in the involved in the game, sometimes it's a bad thing. Oh, you know, and I did that. notice some poor tackling by our safeties as well. Even Eric Reed had some tackles where he wasn't wrapping up, and, and it was at the end. I'm not. I don't understand how you just lose the ability to tackle. I, I don't understand how that happens. We haven't figured out the nickel corner either yet. No, JV and Elliott. He was there, but playing. so Galden was playing at some too, I saw. Yeah, and uh, Cockrell was on yeah. the field too. Yeah. Um, so they are yeah. really. Now that might be a good thing. Yeah, you have, know, it's uh, fresh legs. Yeah, fresh, fresh players. Uh, they're all fast, but. I don't know. We definitely don't have a long-term answer at the position, but... Carl Van says Burns looked good. McCoy looked good. I thought yeah. Short looked good. Uh, once short. we start to get that now, the question is, is like you said, with the love and the hang, like how, how are we going to figure out the rotation? I did not get to keep count, but what was Haynes' playing time looking like today? Uh, did he get a good I, I saw him out there a lot on the field. Uh, he was out there... Almost more than I thought he should have been, uh, to be honest with you. Um, and not that he's a, a bad player, but I, I would have preferred Brian Burns um, or Mario Addison in a lot more of those situations. Wondering if Mario Addison is starting to slow down. played a lot, too. A lot, a lot, a lot. His so, big, giant body. Because he, he's big body. Yeah, yeah. Huge hand in the dirt uh, defensive end. So. All right. Well, let's see. Um, right yeah. now, currently, this is the last call of the night. Um, C3 Panthers po- podcast, post-game show. Fall to the Rams, though, but we'll be here on Tuesday night. We don't give up on the team, and we don't give up on this podcast. We're yeah. going to keep speaking into the internet etherverse as long as you guys keep hanging out with us. So go ahead and smash the thumbs up button if you like uh, this community that we're building. Go ahead and share the podcast with one friend. And I was a little upset that more people weren't coming up to me. Panther fans, we got to get at the game. That's what yeah, we need. We need sure. y'all at the game, Charlotte. We need you to show up. Uh, number two, how do y'all not know who Anti Cam is more? I was a little surprised that people are looking at me so strange. Like, why? I was like, <laughs> have y'all not met Cam Newton? Yet? <laughs> oh, here you go. I enjoyed it. Yes, yeah, uh, Jeremiah from Swansboro again. I just want to uh, go ahead and throw out there: we need more Curtis Samuel's out there on the field. Yeah, that whole first half of him not hardly playing—that yeah. was ridiculous. No. Also, I don't know. I know y'all were at the game, but uh, I was watching it on TV here in uh, Swansboro, like I said, and uh, the announcers were just horrible. They just all they did was ride freaking uh, the, the Rams so, all day. Just yeah. loved them like they were just couldn't do anything wrong. 
Man, I'm so sick of this disrespect we get. You know what? One of these years, we're going to put it to them, man, and I hope it's this year. Keep pounding. All right. We had our sh- we had our shot today to stick it to a Sean McVay team, and we blew it. Yeah, we blew we it. We blew it. We, I think, could have – at some points, I felt like we were the better team on the field. Yeah. But Especially then we weren't the – ma- And I'm sure they felt that way, too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, our, our defense oh, – we had turnovers, man. We had turnovers. The defense put the ball – back into the hand of our offense and we weren't able to, to do enough with it. And yeah, I don't know why North Turner isn't game planning around Curtis Samuel all the time. He is the best weapon on at the receiver position on the football field. I, I don't I don't understand it. I do not understand Do you remember it. when uh, I feel like sometimes we need to force it. Yeah. And just to say, you know what, we're gonna force it. Like we forced it a little with McCaffrey. And it's you know, really, it's like it's not it's like feeding them. It's not really even forcing it. You're if you don't do it once, you're, you're definitely not forcing it. <laughs> you're game planning them to be a part of your offense and scanning them open. So that that's what a good offense does with your best players. And we're not doing that for Curtis Samuel. It felt as though we were doing it for DJ Moore. Now he was the first round draft pick. I understand, but and Cam, you know, it might be Cam looking to him. And they even said on the show, the announcers were talking about how you didn't hear anything but Curtis Samuel's name in training camp for the Panthers. It was dynamic, making plays all the time. And then, yeah, during the football game, North Turner just forgets about him I, I don't know I yeah don't is it, I, I you want I want to give the benefit of the doubt the Norv on this and say there's something that we're not recognizing maybe it's cam going to DJ feeling better about it but I felt like is that at some point a little bit earlier particularly when we were struggling is that you got to say all right it's time to just give it to Curtis one we did it for yeah. Olsen we did it three times for Olsen where it was like yeah. hey well, this is uh, this is a play for Olsen yes for Greg Olsen yeah I mean where are the plays for Curtis Samuel yeah and I think They're it's time to put him and McCaffrey and use them together yeah. like little awesome little fast people those, those are your weapons those are your weapon weapons not one end around yeah. In this game, you know, we yeah. didn't have any misdirection. Yeah, no, no, no yeah, the play calling was vanilla and boring and stale. And it was working know. though. See, I think that's the problem is we were moving the football a lot of times. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I, I just feel we settled for the ho home. This is what the parent, but the Panthers are. We're a run first football team. Let Cam Newton throw the football. He's not going to knock off the rust unless you let him let it go. Well, Ken, uh, Ken Dye bringing up the point of this is that the deep routes are tough when their yeah. defensive line is as good as they are. You know, they yeah. have to develop. But there has to be a way to... I don't think we went downfield one time in the game. No, uh, I don't know if we threw... Uh, if we had a completion from more than 20 yards. I mean, I don't remember it. No. I don't, I don't like to so. hear that. You know, this, again, sounds a lot like last season. A hundred percent. Doesn't it sound like last season? Oh, so bad. Uh, all right. Although we did win uh, the opener last season. So right, right. So maybe maybe, maybe we'll, we'll start suck. two and six. 
yeah. and finish eight see, straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, hey. yeah, now we're on to something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, All, right. All right. Now we're on to something. All right, Cody, I think. Uh, you got anything else you want to talk about before, the, before That's Tuesday? That's about it, man. I mean, there's nothing. Uh, we're on to Tampa Bay. On to okay. Tampa Bay. Now so, we have the film. Now we know what we have to be better on. Um, if we put in another performance um, this Thursday, like we did today, uh, it's time to be mad, I would say. But I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah. All right. So Thursday night we got the Bucks. Tuesday night we got the show, the podcast at nine, um, and we're we're gonna. I'm gonna go hunt down Gene to buck, uh, buck what you heard. For get sure. it, figure yeah. out what's going on with the Bucks. And it's not the end, folks. But Panthers, we need. We need some feeling from you. That's the one thing that I looked at that stadium today, and I look and I see how nice we are in the calls afterwards, and and I am with you. I'm like I have the same perspective as the callers have. Not some more assholes. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe, yeah. maybe. Is that I will say this? Um, I did not particularly care for Rams fans razzing us as I was walking out. Oh really? Yeah, and do tell. Well, I mean, it's just like guy. I mean, tons of Rams fans there. Tons, really? There were a lot of blue jerseys, right? The I mean, not a takeover, but yeah, they were. Yeah. They had a they presence. They had a presence. And I saw this one group. The guy was walking around filming afterwards, and he was like, "Y'all quiet now." Y'all talking all that junk before the game. You can hear the traffic on seventy-seven. He was saying, and I was just thinking, man. We got to listen to this crap, and we shouldn't have to. We shouldn't have. You could have won man. that game. You should have. I, I think that you're on to something when you say that the PSL culture. Um, I mean, I have no doubt that. Listen, people in Charlotte love the Panthers, but I feel as though sometimes the PSL system makes it not as accessible to them. You know, and, and I, I feel that uh, it's not accessible to the right people. That hurts us from it's so corporate being in an environment like Kansas City or it's corporate or Seattle. Yeah, it's that. Wine Joey piece. said this. Listen, to this he said. Uh, been saying it since I came on the chat. This game looked like it was played last year. Yeah, I hate that comment. He's right too. I think the difference is is our defense is not going to look old and slow. I hope so, man. I'm, I think I'm, it's, I'm hoping. I think so. it's gonna be real. We have to. Oh do gosh, we, we gotta to get on. We got. We need Thursday here. I gotta get past this. Yeah, we need Thursday to come soon. We need to erase the memories of this. Um, and who are we playing? Uh, week three. Ooh, I don't know. Who do we play week three? I don't know. It's somebody easy. Well, whoever it is, man. We're we have to have, yeah, yeah, we have to have. This Tampa Bay game. Uh, it's on. We have to. Uh, what is on to Tampa Bay, as Bill Tampa Belichick Bay. would say. Yep. That, that's it. On to Tampa Bay. Short turnaround, uh, too. Short memory. We got to have a short memory here. Everyone's going to have their eyes on us because it's Thursday night oh, football. Oh, God. We do terrible on Thursday I know, man. The last time we played Thursday night football, I don't have to remind y'all what happened, man. Uh, all right. Pittsburgh put the beat down on us. All right, Cody, how can they find you on Twitter? C-O-D-Y-L-A-C. Hit me up. Talk football. Whatever you want to talk about, man. All right. My name's Tony Dunn. It's the C3 Panthers podcast. Sometimes they call me Professor. You can catch me on Twitter at cat underscore chronicles. Make sure that you share the podcast with a friend. 
We're trying to build this, uh, build a community. Look, you saw it, folks. It's going to take us. It's going to take us to change this old baby boomer culture. We have to, man. Out with the old, in with the new. And on to Tampa Bay. We'll see you next Tuesday. We'll see you in a couple days. All right, Cody. Man, it was a blast. Thank yeah, you, man, brother. for sure, man. We'll do it. We'll do it again. All too. right. I'm going to do this from your house five times this year, so or four more. All right, guys. Peace out. Later. Subscribe to the C3 Carolina Panthers podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, or anywhere you can catch an RSS feed. Check out carolinacatchronicles.com for the latest Panthers news and opinions from the fan perspective. Great cash, homie. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.